Jamie. And I'm Matt. And we are Shade Tree Chefs. That was pretty good. We're getting, we're getting, uh, I think we're getting the hang of this. I just wait for you to start talking and then I can talk with you. If I start it, it's just all over the place. Awesome. This week we have returning guest Nick, Chef Nick. Uh, welcome to the episode, Nick. Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing excellent. Doing well. It's been a little bit. What is this? You know, I, I didn't think of this. How many times now is this that you have been on the show? I want to say it's five. Is it five? Four or five. I, I... Four or five. And and you know what? More importantly, we waited for Jamie. Unlike the last we time we had a guest, and uh, I recorded without him. I gave it some time. You know, at this point, I don't think he's really a guest. He's almost like a co-host. That's that's true. He's been on enough. Uh, you know, but co-host. it has been a while. So, I mean, uh, I think in in ways we have some catching up because um, I talked to Nick here and there, uh, and uh, he's done some interesting stuff. So uh, why don't you you take it's kind of it's kind of funny because we recorded an episode I think it was last week and then you you messaged me saying I hadn't listened to it yet but I'm doing the same thing which was Billy yeah you guys were like literally the week before you know we're on the same same week we're on the same thing and I'm like oh gotta be kidding me yeah so we did our chili episode and now you made chili so. I didn't fact make chili, so so like we're influencers, or I mean, did you know that we did the chili, or did it just so happen that you were doing chili? Knows we did chili. I think it was the weather. You know, the weather started to get cool, and I'm like, all right, everyone's gonna be cooking chili. So Jamie, I, th- I call. I'm gonna call this out. We're influencers. We influenced him to make chili. I don't care what he says from now on. He's changing his story. We have become influencers, at least to one. All right, I'll, I'll give you guys that. <laughs> So, so uh, real quick, because we just did the the chili episode, do you want to quickly go over, gloss over what you did? Yeah, so I did things a little different than you guys did. Um, so I cooked them. I cooked chili on my uh, pellet grill, and I uh, you know, threw it all together. And then, actually, no, hold on. I uh, I put the meat on the the grill. I put it on a sheet of tin foil. Smoked the meat for. Had to be forty-five minutes to an hour. Just ground beef, or just the ground beef. Ground just, beef. Just the big log on the on the grill. Just cook that. Then I did take out the um, a metal tray. I put everything in a metal tray, and I put so I had the ground beef was already cooked. So I added uh, canned tomatoes, uh, which also had no, it was yeah, you know, canned tomatoes. I added celery, white onions, uh, tomato paste. Uh, chili powder, kidney beans, pinto beans, and then so I put it on there for probably about two and a half hours from there, and got it all mixed in together and kind of let it cook what together. What temperature did you uh, do the two and a half uh, hours at? So I initially smoked the meat at one sixty five, and then I bumped it up to two twenty five to cook the rest of it. So, so was that pretty much all the seasoning that was in it? Or yeah, you... it was just the off-the-shelf packet of uh, okay chilies. okay so so uh, kind of like what jamie did he bought like a mccormick's or some sort maybe store brand chili uh seasoning mix yeah okay and I, which is a decent standby so what'd you think uh, so now you have it, so well, you, you said you did on the pellet so it was all smoked yep yeah what were your so thoughts it, on that 
So it definitely turned out thicker than just normally putting in the crock pot or whatever, because you have that smoke flavor. And it seems like anytime you smoke anything with beans or whatever, it kind of thickens up over time and reduces a little bit. Did you know? So did you like for me when I did mine? I I thought it was I did the over the top, um, which at that point you you had much more smoke than I did because pellet grill is all smoke, right? You're using heat from yeah. your pellets. Did you find it to be maybe almost too smoke flavored? Uh, I did not. But then again, I was using so I used the mixed pellet blend. I was using I think it was apple cherry and then it was another uh mixed hardwoods so it wasn't really overpowering so you know like the stuff like that if you use less of a overpowerful um kind of smoke kind of deal it really isn't that bad yeah i mean i just used i used apple wood so that's more for like a general purpose cooking like you did with chili versus smoking a traditional cut of meat yeah, so, I mean, like, that's a pretty tame combo, if you will. You know, like, fruit trees, it's kind of a safe thing to cook anything with, so. So, uh, that's that's another good take on it, you know. Uh, chili, another another thing that you can just do. Like I said, I, I used only a couple of hunks of, of applewood, and I thought it was borderline oversmoked. He did it on a pellet grill, thought it was good. So, I, I guess some personal taste comes into that. Um, yeah. You know, so we were talking a little bit too, as as we do through, uh, you know, just time. And you did another cook, and it it is one that we kind of touched on a different episode. And I thought you had a real interesting take, and that was on meatloaf. Yeah, so I d- I've done it. So I have two different ones I've done that are pretty unique. Uh, the first one, I put uh, so I did a normal meatloaf, put it on the grill, I stuffed it with mozzarella. That was pretty good. But the most recent one I did, you know, typically you put uh, breadcrumbs or whatever inside of uh, meatloaf. Instead of breadcrumbs, I used uh, chicken stuffing. Chicken stuffing. I thought that was interesting. Like, uh, you know, the way I've done it, take like Ritz crackers. Jamie, you took the, uh, what was the it? Fried the, onions. the fried onions. And yep. then the, the stuffing. And it's like, I, I, he's mentioned that. I'm like, you know what? That sounds, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, and that, yeah, is that the stovetop, like the box? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the stovetop box brand or whatever, and I just mixed okay. it in there, like you wouldn't make normal stuffing, and then it was pretty good. So was it uh, like, uh, I mean, what would you have? Like uh, two pounds of meat, one pound of meat. What meat did you use for that blend? Uh, I think I cooked. I think it was like a, I did it on the larger side. It was, I think, like three pounds. Uh, I used eighty twenty. Because, you know, with, like, meatloaf, you know, having that extra little bit of fat usually adds a little bit of flavor. Yeah. So you, you threw it on the grill. Uh, did you use a pan, uh, raw dog it right right on over the coals? Oh, off so I, uh, or wait, I made you, the You have pellet meatloaf. grill, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all off. So I, uh, um, I put a sheet of tinfoil down. And I made, you know, I formed it into a, basically a log. So I had the stuffing, the onions, all that kind of stuff into it. Put it on a log, basically set it on on the tinfoil, and then put it on the grill. And I think it was about hour and a half that I had it on there at like two twenty five. Nice. Uh, so, what were your thoughts on it? I actually prefer the stuffing over the breadcrumbs. I think that is the way to cook stuffing, or I mean, to cook meatloaf. Okay, it's, it's, no, it almost almost sounds like we're gonna have to do like a cook off here with the chili, you know, chili three ways: crock pot, 
pellet and the way you did them out with your your kettle yeah. and then the same with the meatloaf yeah the meatloaf is an interesting one you know a chili i mean you can we could go on for years of cooking a different type of chili every week you know um but yeah that that so but that, that meatloaf so did you i'm guessing you kind of got some of that stuffing flavor into into it right oh yeah yeah, so yeah, so it's it almost like I tasted stuffing. So it's like a hodgepodge. Like I have kind of meatloaf and stuff. It's like you you took some ground meat, busted it up, mixed it in with with stuffing, and ate it. Is that a good exa- uh, comparison? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah, sign me up, yeah. dude. <laughs> sounds amazing. Yeah. I think the only. <laughs> Only ingredient missing might be bacon. Oh, Ooh, bacon Ooh. that's a good one. Wrap a or, wrap a couple now, and I've I've done it in in pan wrapping it all the way around, and then it just doesn't cook, but over the top. Or I've always used a pan, so kind of raw dog loaf on it. Yeah, that that would have. I like that. That's a, that's a good idea. And see now, the other thing is I did top it with. Uh, it was like a ketchup base, so I made my own uh, barbecue sauce, essentially. Okay. So I put, like, you know, made it out of ketchup or whatever. I forgot what I all put in it, but it was it was based off of ketchup. Interesting. Brown sugar? Yeah, it was brown sugar, ketchup, and I forget what else I threw in there. Love, right? Yeah. There's obviously at least one dash of love. Always. The question is, is did you click the tongs before you used them? I did not. And it's still and and it still turned out. Turned out fine. Live, laugh, love. Wow. I I don't even know what to say right now. He he had tongs. He did not click them before using. Every time, I do not know how your cook how your your house didn't burn down. Pellet grill. That's why. Pellet grill for the win. Pellet grill. So plug it in and it works. You know, we've talked about the different types of grills. So. According to Nick, if you have a pellet grill and you're using tongs, you no longer need to click them before you use them. That is correct. I don't. I guess that's another advantage of the pellet grill. I'm the buy one and try it out. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Oh, you, you know? could definitely do it. You could no. do it. No, I, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> so, because uh, you don't have an outlet over there, or what? Oh no, I have I have plenty of outlets. I mean, just looking, okay. I got my pool outlet, outlet in the garage on the outside. I have two on the outside of the house. So yeah, I got plenty of outlets. It's finding an open one now that it's getting the Halloween season, and the missus has all her uh, all her blow ups out. Dang, calling her out again. I am, but it's a it's an amazing display, and I really should. Before she turns them on, look at the the meter for the electric and see how it goes. And then when she turns it on, because I, I think it's up to like 15. And one of them is like an arch, man. This thing's like, it's got to be 10 feet tall. It's crazy. We've seen yeah, it. How do, your, how, do your, how do your neighbors react or feel about that? Well, luckily, uh, they shut off around... She has them shut off at a certain point, so she's not lighting the whole neighborhood in the middle, you know, in the middle of the night when people are trying to sleep. But yes, I think she said she added like four or five this year. Crazy. So the real question oh is, God. 
The real question is, what kind of candy do you have? I have not. I have not uh, actually purchased candy yet for trick or treating. Completely off topic and not grill related, but I no, I haven't been out yet. I need to go. To you the seem store. like the. You seem like the type of guy who gives out like apples. And- no, 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 no. I, I always what what I've learned is you buy the candy you like because you're gonna have leftovers. Like I remember. There's been a couple of years where it's like slow and it's getting towards the end. You got some little kid comes up and you're just like, you almost, you look at the parent and say, sorry. And you put both hands in your bowl because you still have an unopened bag of your favorites. Cause that's the, that's the backup. I'm telling you, this is how you do it. The backup candy is your favorite. You find that perfect mix, maybe a little bit more expensive. You buy some filler stuff, right? But you keep that good backup bag for yourself. So I still got my backup bag. And I, I just two-handed, it's like, here you go. It's getting, you know, I fill her, I, I fill the kid's little pumpkin pretty much just having to go to one house. Yep. I, I've, I, you know, I have done it early at times and then it's like toward, more towards the end. I'm skimping out a little bit because I'm running out of candy. And then I'm into my bag, you know. <laughs> yep. You don't want to get into so, that. You want that bag no. for yourself. <laughs> so, I bought it for trick-or-treating, you know, but no. Yeah, so Nick, you did um, you did one more thing that's really game day appropriate, right? You did. Yeah, so I mean, you know, they were in football season now, and I did a, I made a queso, and I know normally people follow recipes and everything, and I just went to the store saying I'm making queso, and I just literally went and bought random things, threw it all together, and it actually turned out fairly decent. And, I, and honestly, queso is like a chili. Everybody, you can throw all kinds of whatever you like into it. You know, yeah, it's like a hot hodgepodge or whatever you want to throw in it. And a lot of the recipes that I, that I've seen call for like a Velveeta or that processed cheese, and that turns me off right away. And and I do recall um, looking up, you know, investigating a little bit, even though I've never made it, on what cheeses can you use because I don't want Velveeta. I'm not going to eat it. I sorry, I don't like I don't like the taste of it. I can have American cheese on a burger. Um, I'm not going to sit there and unwrap a piece of american cheese and just eat it plain it has its place Velveeta. the only place in my opinion is the garbage can i said it Dang. i said it oh chicken and slow. chicken and Velveeta. yeah coming out swinging with uh, um shutting Velveeta down but Velveeta is a great product and everybody should eat it there now i've covered my bases they can't sue me it's a personal <laughs> opinion don't like it yeah you you're not going to use the GoFundMe money that I've been... Yeah, oh, man. Now we have to have a, start a second. You know, the problem is we've been too lazy to even start those GoFundMes. <laughs> like, they're not even there. Like, we don't even have a retainer saved up yet. Well, well knock on wood, no no harassing phone calls. So, so all right, Nick, back to back to your queso. Yeah, so I'm going to rewind real quick. Um, for the, the queso, I did cook it on my Blackstone. Which is a little out of the normal, but um, and that's your so, flat top, right? Yep, yeah. cast iron griddle. So I uh, I browned all the meat. I had eighty twenty ground beef, browned it all real quick, took it off, and set it in a, a a side bowl or whatever. I then took a aluminum tray, threw the ground beef back in, and then when I was at the store, I picked up three random blocks of cheese. So there was one that was a, a queso blanco block cheese. I did like a, I think a normal cheddar, and then I did a white cheddar, and completely random, just grabbed the blocks, um, I then sliced them up, threw them in, 
I then uh, added, so I got a canned um, tomatoes and had chili peppers in the same can, so I threw those in. Um, sliced up an onion, and then I threw corn pico in as well. So and uh, so I, I started heating all that up. It seemed like I was lucky and the choice of cheese I picked, that they all had like, you know, um, a normal melting temperature, so they all melted around the same same temperature, which some cheeses melt real quick, some don't right. get it, real. And and like I, when I was investigating, that was exactly what I seen. Like cheeses that melt, because you get certain cheeses they they're just not good melters. So to just randomly grab three and and have it where it all all came together. So did you add the the onion? Did you put that in after like into the concoction itself, or did you cook them down first? I threw it all in at once. So I did not cook the onions down. So at that point, it was it was it kind of like uh, having a raw onion in it. Uh, I don't think so because it, it it actually cooked partly. It wasn't fully cooked, but it was like cooked. al dente, a little crunch yet to it. Yeah. How long did it take to to cook that? Uh, let's see. I think I was forty five minutes into that. Not terrible. No, no. and it, I'm, I'm a little interested because I don't think that's bad, but, you know, a lot of recipes where you deal with, like, ground beef and onion, uh, a lot of the times the, the recipe calls for you to, you know, dice the onion, chop the onion, put that in the pan first, right? Get them around the translucent and then add the meat, mix them up. And, eat, and a lot of times that even that recipe it tells you to take it off the heat, then get move to your next step, yeah. whatever it is, and then add that mixture back into it. And that's that's kind of what had me curious. I mean, adding um, a raw onion more towards the end, I mean, can definitely work. But uh, Yeah. I definitely did use a white onion, though. So, I mean, like a red onion, you know, that kind of can, can be, you know, kind of um, potent, if you will. Right. So how did it turn out? Oh, it turned out good. It uh, it melted pretty good. It seemed to hold to hold um, consistency fairly well. Now, did you pour it into solo cups for your guests, or what vessel did you use to uh, to scoop it? I uh, I left it right in the aluminum tray, and then just put a serving spoon in there and scoop it on your plate and grab your chips and you know you're good to go. With with okay. you know prices are soaring. Right, we know this. Um, here's a thought: next time is uh, make sure it's nice and hot because nobody wants cold queso, right? So, yeah. right, so have it on your blackstone or your grill. Have your guests come up with their hands out cupping, right? Like if you were to drink water out of a stream, and just take your scoop and scoop it right into their hands, and then they can just drink it like a, a beverage. That's a solid effort. I mean, uh, they, take, yeah. they they probably never come over again, but uh, you'll save on a couple of paper plates. More for you. More more for I, you. I did opt for the uh, Tocitos, uh scoops instead of the normal chips. Ah, nice. Yeah, you know, I, fancy. I, I think th those are fancy. But then when you get the bag, you open it up, and half of them are broken. It's like, I got a quarter scoop. Right. Although, yeah, you I know, mean, I, I think there could be something really cool done with that. You know, we talk about doing chili, uh, uh, this queso, 
and probably even going further on and some some stuff we haven't even thought about because look at it, they're little bowls themselves right and 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 we buy them and we use them just to dip uh, into salsa or a queso uh, i mean what about creating a dish that you actually use as your vessel you know and put it in see, there see and see i do know like with chili so if you're going to go back to the chili thing i know a lot of people put noodles with their chili I've seen people also use Fritos. Yep. And then if Fritos wasn't good enough, then people use Doritos. Wow. Interesting. That sounds amazing. Like, which Dorito do you use? Like, what flavor, you know, that goes in that flavor profiles. Yeah. I mean, because Doritos has, there's got to be at least half a dozen, if not a dozen different flavors. And I've never seen that one before. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Doritos too. So it's, uh, it, I mean, cool stuff, man. I mean, and I'm glad that turned out because it's that random. I know I've seen them. I've probably looked at some recipes. Did I remember any well enough to just blindly go into the grocery store and buy stuff? Say, you know what? I'm doing a queso. No, I, I don't know if I would have blindly done that with three well, random nice, cheeses. With queso, is it? As long as you have your your main ingredient, your cheese, you can throw in whatever you like afterwards. Right, and it sounds yeah. like 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 the uh, he got that mix uh, of the, um, what was it the, uh, the peppers and and uh, oh, yeah, tomato with it, the green tomatoes chili. and green chilies. Yeah, you can buy it. it comes right in a can together, and you can just throw it right in there. And that, I mean that's a good uh, good option for it, right? I mean that's a third of what what you're really doing, right? Cheese would be yep. the other, and I suppose if you added any any other uh, seasonings or whatnot. Yeah, I think if I personally, if it was just for me, I'd probably add jalapenos into it. But not everyone likes the spice, so I held those out. Yeah, that's one of the. Or, or you know what you could do is uh, at that point have like uh, the pickled jalapenos on the side, like here. You know, you can grab them, throw them on because you're right. At times, throw it on top. You could, yeah, you can throw it on top. There's times you, you, you add it to or, you, you know, you get something and you grab some jalapenos. And it adds up through time, you know, yeah. as you eat it. So it can it make it the heat. right from you, you having, you know, a full pan that's just eaten or having half a pan because everyone kind of gets spiced out of it. So it's that, that night that, that's a tough balance to really get, especially when. Uh, if you're doing with a, a crowd, uh, you know, if having a party or something, because yeah. you know, no one wants to waste all that stuff. For sure. So you know, we kind of mentioned before about uh, cost cutting and uh, or going to the store actually. So it's been uh, kind of a odd week for myself. Uh, my schedule kind of got changed. So my normal, hey, this is a day I'm g- I'm going to cook, you know, for the podcast was completely completely gone. Um, you know, uh, prices, prices are getting up there. So clean out the, clean out the, uh, the, ref- the freezer, right. We bought some stuff. Then we've all done it, right. You, you go and you, it's like, hey, you know what, let's make, uh, let's make some pork chops. And then you put them in the freezer, you forget about them. Right. And you go back and hopefully you notice it before it's like been a year or six months, wherever you feel comfortable of throwing it away. So, uh, I, I actually, I remember it because uh, just randomly the missus pulled out some pork chops and I, I originally bought it to do like a um, 
schnitzel sandwich. I bought buns, which I think we ended up throwing away because I don't know. I don't remember what happened. So, I mean, I just did like a schnitzel. You guys ever make schnitzel? No. So no. I'm intrigued. Like, what's all involved in schnitzel, that? man? It's it's unbelievable. I guess the best way to be like, what is it like? Uh, you ever have chicken parmesan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Different. Okay. I should take that back. Everyone's going to sit there and say, Matt, what are you talking about? Okay, it's a different. It, so it, it's different on the seasoning. Uh, you can do chicken, veal, pork. Those are the the main three, really. And so, like, I had I bought some thinner uh, pork chops, and you pound them out thin. You know, I, I think I probably was quarter inch on these bad boys. All said and done, they weren't massive. Um, and then you just do, uh, you know, flour and egg wash. And then breadcrumbs. Now, I just did this randomly off kind of memory and what was in my pantry. I had some breadcrumbs. I think they were plain. Could be the incorrect one for a true um, schnitzel and and possibly some seasonings. But like I said, this is one of those. She pulled it out. What do I have in the pantry? It's later than normal. Let's just make something. Then you just, um, so yeah, flour, egg breadcrumbs, uh, heated oil, I had vegetable oil in a pan, put them down. It was probably about two minutes aside, and they're done. So I, I say it's kind of like um, chicken parmesan because it, it's a, a breaded cut of meat that's thinner, right? So it, you want it thinner so it doesn't burn all that breading as you're cooking it, right? If I have a inch and a half thick chicken breast and I, I tried frying it with a breadcrumbs those breadcrumbs are just going to become so so burnt right because you can't cook it fast enough so you you, that's why you want it thinner um so i I probably missed some seasonings but i did have i did have extra eggs so what i did is i actually fried up a couple of eggs to put on top top of the schnitzel you break it open the yolk kind of ran and it's almost a sauce there's like a over easy kind of deal or yeah yeah fried egg so it's that over easy you know i didn't fold it or whatever they do i'm I'm not that good with eggs so i just crack them i got these little egg uh, like silicone egg forms you know they're circular so i just busted it in there wait till it was pretty much cooked other than the yolk was nice and runny took it off slapped it on top you busted it open kind of let that yolk go over all the all, all the pork in my case and more of like a poached egg at that point eh? well poached would be boiling it so i mean it, it was a fried egg okay you know so i never turn it although i think some you know what i'm not uh that well versed to tell you exactly if i even did a fried egg right i i cracked it open in my little silicone thing eventually i used a butter knife to get the silicone ring off and as the uh, the egg white appeared to be done enough, I scooped it off and threw it on top. Okay. How what what the classification is to me? I think it's fried. I could be completely wrong, but it uh, it, it was good. I mean that 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 egg yolk just adds this nice touch to it. It was easy, you know. Like I said, it was probably four minutes cook time. Yeah, and that cut of meat is very thin, so like you said, it doesn't take long. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to pound it out, so I, I you know, I just grabbed a, a cutting board, uh, some clear saran wrap or whatever you want to call it, cling wrap, 
put it over and then just beat it, you know, kind of pulling to try getting that meat to spread out. I've, I've done it previously where you, you beat it and you ended up just, I mean, cutting the meat. It just, you know, it's, you, you, you kind of tear the meat because you're just, the way you're pounding it. So if you do it right where you're kind of, when you're hitting it, you're either pushing or, or, or coming down and pulling towards you, you're kind of just trying to spread it out, you know, get it even layered and thinner. I love, I love, yeah. I love schnitzel. It's, it's, I mean, there's different ways of doing it. That was this like quick weekday, like, this is what I have. I'm not going to look. And it, it was good. That's, that's German, right? Yeah. Schnitzel would be a German. A lot of times like spatzel. So I actually had, because I planned this, like I said, months ago, and we just never did it. Uh, and I have done it, uh, which was homemade red cabbage. And that was phenomenal. I, I can't talk about because I don't remember the recipe. I had bought in a jar of, of red cabbage. Actually, it was pretty good. So I had red cabbage jarred. I just heated up. And then I'm not going to lie, quick week, weeknight meal, I, I in-house you know, or indoors, I had some of the, you know, like the, in, the Idaho instant potatoes, you know, so I mean, within 20 minutes, 25 minutes, really, it, we were eating. So it was something that awesome. uh, cleaned out the, the, the cupboards a little bit and a decent meal. It's good on a sandwich, though. It's not another another way of doing it, but yeah, schnitzel is. I, I really enjoy that. With the schnitzel, what did you have for sides? Is that like a mashed potato? Uh, well, I did. I mean, traditionally, you you might have uh, the red cabbage, um, sauerkraut, maybe even to keep the the tradition going or the yeah. But but a lot of times you'll, they'll have like a mushroom sauce, a hunter sauce. That's a one way you can get the schnitzel. Uh, and there's gonna be other ways. I, I don't really remember. But it was one of the things, because a lot of times you hear it's a wiener schnitzel, and right away when I hear wiener schnitzel, I'm thinking sausage, and it really isn't. Interesting. I, I got I got one more if you want to hear it. Sure. Right, right. With uh, cleaning right. out the cleaning out the cupboards, right. It's like we know we know we need to go grocery shopping, uh, but we just don't want to or don't have time. So it's like we got ramen, and I know we talked about the ramen. We off of a joke, ramen and spam, right? So it's like or ramen, okay. So yeah, ramen. What do I do? I'm like, I don't want ramen. So what what can I do with this? So I, I Google it a little bit real quick, and uh, I seen I seen a recipe, and there was a couple variants. Kind of dealt with it. So the one I made it was two cups. Uh, I'm sorry, two tablespoons of, of peanut butter, a tablespoon of brown sugar. Uh, a tablespoon of soy sauce and a tablespoon of like a garlic hot sauce. So I use this. I had sriracha, all stuff I just had. Mix it together. You had uh, you get hot water. So I actually have like a, a teapot, like Amazon. It heats up real quick, plugs into the wall. Quarter cup of water. Get it to where it, it becomes a sauce. Cook the ramen as you normally would. Don't use the flavor packet strain it right get all that water off and then pour it on top it was pretty good wow. it's pretty good i i actually you, did you it gussied, ag- you gussied up ramen noodles yeah i actually did it a second time because uh out of laziness of not going to the grocery store so it's like well what do we have it's like we still have pox, packs of uh, ramen noodles so i'm like you know what? It, it was a little spicy with the one one tablespoon as you kind of got through to, down to it so i lessened that a little bit and 
I thought it was good, man. Something to try if you're either, uh, you know, budget tight or, uh, in my case, well, they, just lazy. They have whole they have whole ramen restaurants out there now. Like we're well, right, but that's not yeah. gonna, that's not going to be the you know forty five cent pack of ramen you get at the no. store. I mean, that's oh, no. like homemade. No, so I'm, I'm knocking you for gussing up ramen noodles, but they, I'm just saying they have like a whole like it's a thing. Oh yeah, yeah it's a like gourmet ramen or whatever. Like you, you had all yeah. toppings and you, you know what's funny is because you you mentioned that, but when I when I looked it up, that's exactly what I seen. Like, what can I do with ramen? I, I remember what I googled. And then you've seen a fancy, you know, ramen noodle with like a, a soft boiled egg half sitting on top of it and greens. I think the one thing it did call for was like a, a green um, green onion on top, which I, I didn't have. And it's like, well, you know, the missus, she doesn't like spice. What do you do? They're like, well, add you can add garlic, maybe like some lemon juice. She tried it. She didn't. It was too peanut buttery. And I think that that hot sauce, because of the acidity and everything, that's kind of what they were saying was kind of put it uh, apart and kind of gave it that that f- flavoring where it wasn't just like eating peanut butter. Yeah, I mean, and I, I've heard things with you know like so another weird thing that I've I've seen is like you add peanut butter to a burger, it just works. Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, peanut butter works with certain things. It just it's bizarre, and it it doesn't sound right, but like it just works. Yeah, I mean, yes, you you could tell you that there was peanut butter in it, but with like that that, that hot sauce, the soy sauce, you know, it it wasn't like you know I took a jar of peanut butter, watered it down a little bit to make it a sauce, and threw it over some you know cheap noodles. You know what yeah. I mean? You had those other flavors, and there's probably, I guarantee there's going to be better takes on what I did, but, I mean, for, for what it was, uh, just looking in what you have sitting around the house, it was a nice change. Real? It was like fan, it was like fancy ramen for poor wow. people. All in, like, five bucks? Not even, dude. I mean, if you think about it, if you have a jar of peanut butter, Right? What's what's two tablespoons of peanut butter cost you? I mean, I don't know what it. Yeah. It's been a bit. You know, I don't know what a jar of peanut butter costs. I mean, a tablespoon of soy sauce. I mean, that's not yeah, all that much. Three, three to five bucks for typical you're, you're, can for for one pack. I mean, I, I don't know. Was we bought it in a big twelve pack? What does it cost for a pack of ramen? We'll say fifty cents. I think that's probably high. I mean, you're probably in a two dollars maybe maybe less yeah. you think about it, if you if you divide it up awesome well thanks again nick for joining us and matt yeah, for your problem. your ramen yeah the ramen hey that's uh the that's matt's on that's that's gonna be matt's uh budget friendly eats yeah, I like, did. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. No, I. I want to. Let, let's backtrack a little bit. I did this just to be budget conscious, and uh, it was the experiment. That way, everybody at home that might be feeling a little bit of a, a pinch because because of uh, the food prices. This is this was my sacrifice for all of you. Never mind that I was just too lazy to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe we should do like a weekly little Matt's cheap meal of the week. You know, I've been thinking more and more about that, to be honest with you. Next week, hot dogs. No, I don't. I, don't, I mean, 
Probably chicken, not. chicken nugget, chicken nugget souffle. Oh yeah, but buying a bag of chicken nuggets isn't necessarily cheap. Okay. See now well, I have my, a habit. mistake. <laughs> See now I have a habit of uh, cooking too much food, and so like the chili. Next day I'm like, eh, you know, chili was good, but what do I do with it? So I cooked a uh, baked potato, threw a baked potato on there. So oh yeah, enjoy yeah. cheese potatoes, and you know. We'll look at. Uh... That's two days right there. Look at, uh, you know, around here we have Wendy's, right? Uh, Carl's Jr., other other places here in the United States. You can buy a salad, right? You have greens, and then they give you uh, a cup of their chili, and you dump the chili over the salad. Yeah. Right? It's something you didn't really think would work, but it does. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I think that's all we have for today. Yeah, that's right, Jamie. I stole it from you, uh, Nick. Thanks for thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll do it more. Uh, with that being said, though, I'm Matt. I'm Jamie, and we are and we are Shade, Shade Tree, Tree Chefs. Chefs.